Welcome to The Middle Space with Katie and Georgina. The podcast for being content with who you are and making the grey area more comfortable. The Middle Space is a kind and inclusive space. As a community, we welcome your experiences and viewpoints and we'd love to hear from you even if you disagree with us. This is a safe space for everybody, including, but not limited to, those from black and minority ethnic backgrounds and the LGBTQ plus community. Our references to male and female are inclusive of how you identify. We would like to point out that the discussion on this podcast comes from our own personal experiences as white cisgender straight women. And we are aware that there are exceptions to every generalization. We are always open to being educated and welcome input from those of a different background from ourselves. Welcome back to the middle space. We are here with Motivation May. <laughs> I did like a head wiggle then, like ooh. little head wiggle. I can't believe it's May. I know. We, I I swear. I you you must listen back to these episodes when you're editing and go. Oh, Kate, you can't believe what month it's again. <laughs> I know every month, but it's going so fast. It like it's going really quick. I know it's. T- I always feel that days feel quite long, and even weeks sometimes feel long. But actually, the months go really quickly. So fast, like before you know, it, it's the weekend, and it's the weekend again, and it's the weekend again. It's very strange. But yes, this month we are talking all about motivation because I think we were both having a bit of a chat weren't we and our businesses because if in case people listening don't know we are both very it's lucky the right word (laughs) well we are both self-employed what we think of that will depend on the day um freelancers absolutely and we both work very we work with motivation and um whether that's with ourselves, you know, motivating ourselves to get work done and turn up at the office in the house and get things done, but also, you know, working with clients, working with students. So I guess, I guess the best place to start with this episode really is to kind of talk about our businesses, because I suppose we haven't really done that yet on the podcast, have we? So why don't we start with you Georgina first yes me and my sister own a I would say like virtual PA kind of um Mm -hmm. online business manager service so we started that over a year ago um I work mostly with clients um and Ellie works with clients on our social media and our products because we do a whole product range of like kind of wellness journals affirmation cards um and that kind of thing so you know we kind of support people with their businesses we do loads of different stuff um kind of uh just like basic admin kind of stuff and then more detailed like management stuff in yeah. terms of project managing or um running companies for people or um yeah like a whole variety of stuff sometimes we work for individuals doing um research or like that kind of thing yeah. um yeah gift buying or everything basically so anything that you don't want to do yeah. we call them time suckers stuff that just yes. put your time you don't want to do when you've got different things on and to be honest uh, this year I have 
uh, been taking a bit of a break. So I've like kind of reshifted my um, life around a bit. And I'm really lucky in that I can just pick and choose when I work, which is which has been really good for me, especially this year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what about you, Katie? Tell me about your job. So I'm a primary teacher by training. So I graduated in 2015. So, oh my gosh, that's going to be six years ago. That's kind of terrifying. <laughs> um, I worked in schools for about three of those years. Um, and then left for a variety of reasons of which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point Um, but now I'm a tutor and a coach so a lot of my work up to this point I'm kind of um, diversifying to working with more adults and things as this year goes on but a lot of my clients are little people so they are kids so I tutor kind of mainly primary age children usually those kids that just need a bit of support with their work lacking in confidence lacking in motivation nice little segue into this episode um so yeah that's what I do really um I think motivation is a word that comes up a lot for us both in terms of us being self-employed that we have to motivate ourselves to get things done manage our time um you know that's so tough it is incredibly tough and especially when you know one of the benefits of being self-employed is that you know you don't have that boss making your life difficult but actually you do because it's yourself (laughs) Mm. um although you have flexibility you're never off and it means you have flexibility you know there's no one going on that afternoon you know on that afternoon where I remember being in school kind of lunchtime going I'd really love to spend the afternoon on my sofa or in a beer garden somewhere and now I'm like well no one's gonna tell me I can't like back in school obviously it'd be severely frowned upon if I just went see you later guys I'm going I'm off um I think there would be a room full of kids and quite a lot of parents and quite a lot of management that would be rather unhappy with me now there's no one to tell me I can't do that um so it it can be really hard on those days where we're not feeling it of course which there are many Mm. um you know that there isn't that you know in terms of carrot and stick there's no one go you know giving you judgy eyes or anything like that but likewise we also set our own incentives I mean there's no big corporate pot of money that's going to give us our bonus at the end of the year kind of thing you know if we want that bonus we've got to it's our money so it doesn't really work so I think self-motivation is a huge thing for me on a daily basis I mean I think it's one of the things that I argue with myself and kick myself about all the time yeah and like like only recently having left a job Mm -hmm. becoming self-employed in some capacity I can see the I can see the both sides of it really clearly and sometimes I found it harder finding motivation when I was working for a company because Mm -hmm. I'd spent 
I'd put so much effort into that that when I came home I didn't have motivation to do anything else but then equally now I have to set my own motivation and it's really hard especially if you're like we're kind of anxious people so if you don't feel like you're fulfilling your well we are anxious people (laughs) kind of anxious people (laughs) (laughs) if you don't feel like you're fulfilling your potential or spending your time well it feels like a waste yes and I use the term waste of time so often it's so unhelpful Mm mm-hmm especially when I'm trying to like use affirmations to kind of change my empower my negative thinking to positive thinking it's really difficult it is really hard because at the end of the day you know you live with your partner but you know my cat isn't great at motivational speeches (laughs) she's she's currently sat on my carpet kind of looking how I feel just kind of sprawled on the floor so you know I think it's when you have those bad days and you have those negative thoughts you know that there are things you can do obviously to help yourself but of course even that takes some discipline and some motivation to not wallow totally because it is such a hard thing to do I think it's I think I think Instagram and social media is isn't always helpful with this I mean I think it's two sides of the coin I think in many ways I think people are starting to be more honest about you know that their life isn't shining you you know you look at some of these influencers and people on Instagram going how do you motivate yourself to work out that much or clean your house and make it look so beautiful all the time and all that kind of stuff and I think it you do wonder well am I the only one that isn't motivated all the time and I think people are starting to discuss more about that it's not that easy you know I think for a while there was this mentality and especially in kind of the health and wellness areas of um, you know exercise and stuff there's this thing of oh well you've just got to get up and do it and I you know that they're not wrong but I think from a mindset point of view that's incredibly no it's not it's not just as easy to pull like your finger out your ass and get out of bed in the morning no I think I think it's that same thing that you know it's if I'm completely honest I think it's on the same lines of you know telling an anxious person well just don't worry about it yeah or someone with depression to oh we'll just cheer up or you know just get on with it 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 doesn't work like that um exactly. so I think it's and motivation's really difficult yeah and I think it's I think a big part of motivation is recognizing kind of the ebbs and flows I mean my my parents laugh at me and you know some days I will work 14 hour days because I'm just on a roll and it you know people go what you've worked straight for 14 hours it's like yeah and it doesn't bother me but then some days I do absolute sweet f all yeah and you know I'm very lucky that with my job I can do that um, but I think my point is, is that it's recognizing that some days you'll feel more motivation and some days you won't. And I think it's on those days that you're, you are feeling motivated 
you know we'll get on to you know how to manage your time and all that kind of stuff in a bit but kind of on those positive days things you can do to as you said manage your time make less motivated you your their life a bit easier yeah totally um and and help shape your mindset as well yeah because that's a big that's a big part of it um in terms of just doing things yeah when it suits you and not feeling guilty if you spend if you if you spend half of your time feeling guilty you haven't done stuff Mm -hmm. a quarter of your time doing stuff and a quarter of your time not doing anything Mm -hmm. how much time are you spending feeling guilty yeah absolutely and and you know in those moments when you're not feeling less you're not feeling as motivated I think it's very what am I trying to say I think I think we also have to be careful about us think about what productivity actually is you know yeah I mean it's been in the news a lot because of covid and people working from mm-hmm. home productivity markers some say that they're up some say that they're down in terms of people yeah. working from home but what we know a big thing about working from home or the balance of working from home working from an office is that improves productivity because yeah. as a human race we don't like being micromanaged so absolutely voices that helps our productivity mm-hmm. um but I think, as you said, I think if you spend the whole day kicking yourself that you haven't been motivated, then obviously that's not going to help you. But I think also why, you know, why are you kicking yourself? Because if I, you know, if I set goals and go, you know, I'm going to run a half marathon, I'm going to finish a 3000 word assignment I'm going to do this and then by the end of the day you haven't well maybe that's not it's not that you haven't been motivated it's the fact that you've set completely unnecessary and difficult goals that you really didn't need to um and and that's where we go on really to talk about factors in motivation so we've we've put people together actually a big one I think is the sun the weather the spring a lot of people get motivated during the spring you hear that term like summer bodies and um and like you know lots of people get more done during the summer and Mm -hmm. that's partly because of the lighter days and the hours and um, the weather's better you know that has an impact on your mood absolutely I think we all notice that when there's the weather's better we feel brighter and happier and like this light at the end of the tunnel and I think that's a I think that's a brilliant example of you know your surroundings having a huge effect on how motivated and productive you feel you know if you're in an office that has no natural sunlight and all that kind of thing that's that's really hard on your mental and physical well-being and I you know I'm very aware as a self-employed person who can choose where they work and things like that that it's easier said than done but I think even just recognizing that that is going to have an effect on how motivated you feel is a big deal because there may be things you can do to slightly alter 
your workspace even if obviously you can't get your boss to go and put a window in your internal office kind of thing you can't always alter your internal office in your office building I don't think your boss would be very happy if you turned up and started putting holes in walls and all sorts of things but you know whether things you can do though yeah absolutely I think you know whether it's you know making sure that your business has given you a chair that's comfortable and you know that your desk is the right height is one thing because there's nothing that stops motivation and productivity more than if you're uncomfortable all the time yeah and like just making the most of your workspace so getting out and going like working away from your going away from your desk to eat going out for a walk like those things are so easy to say and they're really hard to do but if you make an effort to do them you it will have a huge impact yeah and I think as we said though it's just realizing that it's that that's having an effect rather than you just feeling like you're being a lazy what's it or that why am I not being able to be productive why am I not motivated you know is it me no it's probably it 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 may not very well be you, you know, even the most motivated person, if they're working in an environment where they're uncomfortable or they're not happy, it's not going to work for them either. You know, it's, it's just not going to work. Um, and I think, in, you know, in terms of offices, I think colleagues as well and friends and the people around you have a huge effect on motivation. I mean, I think we've all been in situations where, I mean, I've spoken to clients all over the country in different countries as well. And we've all had, oh, hasn't this week been a bad one? And well, I mean, we're completely different countries. It's, it's no coincidence. It's we pick on, we pick up on each other's energies and we pick up on each other's moods. And, you know, we were having a conversation, you know, you, you know you don't you want to work with radiators not sponges you know you want to work and be around people that don't soak up all the happiness the night in the world you know you can't be happy all the time of course you can't but I think there is definitely people that we know and I'm sure people can think of this type of person as I'm talking that you know maybe you spend a couple of hours with them over a coffee or whatever and you leave and you feel tired um yeah and you know you've been in meetings where everyone's just been moaning and you come out feeling like you've just done 10 rounds in the boxing ring kind of thing yeah whatever you think works best but also you can become you know kind of an energy zapper to people yeah like it's being aware of what yeah what what you're being like but also how other people affect you there are some people you know who we talked about this didn't we radiators and what did you say the other one was radiators and sponges I love it they're so good but you have some people that do just zap energy from you um, but yeah. other people that give you, I, I, there's some people I spend time with that make me feel grounded, yes. like much calmer. And yeah. those people, I, I recognize that. And I appreciate that I might be the complete opposite for them in, in terms of yeah. their energy away. So it's just really trying to be. And I think, again, you can't, you can't 
in an office situation, you can't go and go, well, Wendy in accounts is an absolute fun sponge or like sucks the life out of all conversations and makes me feel utterly miserable. Can we sack her? The answer is probably no. But what, what you <laughs> but what you can do with poor Wendy is kind of realize that that's how she's making you feel that she's a lovely lady maybe have your 10 minute chat around the water cooler with her but then move away and recharge and if you really need to go and see her make sure that you speak to someone you know a nice radiator that gives off warmth and fun and maybe go and speak to them afterwards because I guarantee you won't be the only person that realizes that Wendy is sucks the life out of everybody I don't use Wendy because that's my mother-in-law <laughs> I know I'm sorry Wendy I'm Georgina's mother-in-law <laughs> I've never met you I'm sure you're a wonderful person I'm not a fun sponge you laugh. we always use Wendy I just love that it's like it's like the new Karen <laughs> <laughs> well I feel like Karen's have been put on a lot so I thought I'd try and change it to Wendy um, I love it and I think with all these things you know it's a case of you can't always do anything about it but be aware of it you know that it's not something wrong with you um and as I said if you have to work next to a Wendy or we'll call her Barbara or or whatever (laughs) oh my god I promise I have never met anyone in Georgina's family I've only ever spoken to Georgina this is a disclaimer (laughs) I have not got hatred (laughs) (laughs) right what names have you not got in your family uh Deborah yeah let's go with Deborah Deborah okay fabulous um yeah, it's just being aware of those things. Mm. Um, I think self-awareness is the number one thing when it comes to anything to do with mindset. Yeah. Whether it's mental health or anything like that. And to be honest, that's why I, like, I find affirmation cards so helpful. They sound so stupid. If you've never yeah. heard of an affirmation card or how to use them, they are like it's the weirdest concept in the world <laughs> to take a phrase and then repeat it to yourself. But it's, it's, they, they're really something else because first of all, you have to pick an affirmation that you do believe. There's no point yeah. picking an affirmation that says I am the best runner in the world when you know you can't run because <laughs> you can't manifest that. Like, okay, you might, you might enjoy running a little more, but you are never going to be the best runner. It's just not true. So you need to pick things yeah. that, you know, like, build on your self-worth so Mm -hmm. things like I am capable I am strong I am learning and accepting myself for who I am that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and then really and then and then really using that properly I mean I use them so many different ways I put them around my house I write them post it stick them everywhere I have them on my desk I have them in my purse in my car like they really make a difference yeah I and I think I think as a country, we're we're a little bit derogatory of things like that. You know, we take the mick of Americans because they're always so positive and perky and all that kind of stuff. But if you think about it, we all, it's not an alien concept. I think everyone knows that if you're told you're stupid so many times, you start to believe it. 
and, and, and it, it's really true like we are as typical British people but not mm-hmm. out about ourselves it, it's impolite to be proud of yourself and yeah. like shout about it and yeah. and and it, we're coming out of this kind of in some ways with being more open about things like mental health and stuff stuff that we would mm-hmm. keep to ourselves like you know those kind of taboo subjects that we didn't talk about you know porn and um mm-hmm. like, and everything like that you know we didn't we never talked about it no being like you're being proud of yourself and talking yourself up is something that's so alien to so many people because it's vain but it's really not it's not and the thing is with affirmation cards is if it said negative things on them we would all 100% believe that they'd make us feel rubbish about ourselves yeah we know we wouldn't have any doubt that negative cards would work in making us feel rubbish so it's a bit of a strange concept that we are so surprised that positive affirmation Mm -hmm. cards can have the opposite effect you know if negative ones we know would make us feel crap then why is it such a weird thing that positive things could make us feel good I mean it's it's the same psychology it's the same process but I think as you said we have an issue I think in this country especially i feel that it's it, it's accepted it is getting more accepted to struggle yeah but yet it's not quite as accepted to do things to help yourself yeah if that makes sense you know i think it is recognized that people get upset they get angry they get anxious they get depressed all that kind of stuff but yet when someone is seen to be proactively trying to motivate themselves do better by themselves or that kind of thing that it's oh what's that person doing hippy dippy shitty stuff for like yeah it's a bit strange like why don't you just get on with it and, and, and we know in like science and psychology that you can convince your brain of anything mm-hmm you know so convincing yourself that you are worth something which we already have a yep. belief of self-worth somewhere in us yep. because that's what keeps us alive yeah but if we build on that appropriately we can still mm-hmm. be nice genuine polite people absolutely you no know, you just you have to believe in yourself and you know we mm-hmm. all do things that we should be proud of so let's shout about them let's build ourselves up yeah and it helps you build people up around you um yeah and I think just to add to that point, I think you have to, I think I say you, I mean, you as in the royal you, we, yeah. we have to become more uncomfortable in doing that for ourselves. Yeah. You know, although we find it uncomfortable, especially in this country, when someone compliments us, we kind of get that that's a thing. We, it makes us feel awkward, but we understand that that's a normal thing to do. Mm. We find it a very strange comfort concept that we could do that for ourselves Mm. you know why would you compliment yourself but why bloody hell wouldn't you yeah exactly you know we can't you know you're the person that's around all the time you can compliment yourself when and as you see fit exactly but we don't because it's vain it's shallow it's pointless well as we've just discussed that simply isn't true both on an anecdotal and psychological basis that is not true yeah um so yeah I think we really have to start as a society start normalizing finding things that work for us and moving 
positively and not always in a really shiny toxic positivity way but moving forward in direction that is helpful to yeah to you Excuse I me. think I think we I think we convince ourselves that we need to be doing 100% of things at 100% of mm-hmm. the time and I don't know anybody that does that but it's so easy to convince yourself that like when you take an afternoon to sit on the sofa and do nothing yeah I know I feel this way I feel guilty and it's so it's it's so so bad for you yeah and I think I think the biggest test and this is what I spoke to a a child about recently they were quite an older child but I spoke to them about this because she was really concerned because she had seen a friend come in I think it was English or history homework that she had reams and reams of paper and a PowerPoint that was 20 slides long and all this kind of stuff. And she'd only done kind of a short two or three slided presentation kind of thing. And she was kind of saying, oh, she did so much more than me. And where did she find the time? And, you know, I was doing this this weekend and I find it really hard to spend my weekends doing work because I'm tired and all this kind of stuff. And I said to her, well, okay ignore the quantity if you think about your presentations and think about the actual words within that presentation did she say anything better than you did she say anything more worthwhile than you did she you know did this other person kind of educate the other people in your class more than you did with her presentation and the answer was no it just yeah. looked like she'd done more because actually she had just written a lot of stuff. Yeah. And and it's that comp- comparison thing, isn't it? Why are we comparing yeah. ourselves to other people? It's really about motivation. So like kind of we move on, I guess, into like how do we become motivated? Mm-hmm. Where does like motivation come from? I think mm-hmm. there's two basic concepts when it comes to motivation, extrinsic motivation and intrinsic motivation. So intrinsic yeah. motivation is doing something because there's um, motivation within you that encourages you to do it. So for example, you really enjoy it. I swim because I really enjoy it. There's no yeah. outside pressure to no. do that. It's just because I like it. Whereas extrinsic motivation is where you do something because there's a reward or there's some yeah. external pressure. So you go to work yeah. to get paid. That's extrinsic motivation. You go yeah. to work because you like work. That's also intrinsic motivation. Like this, yeah. you have both at the same time. Yes. But often to be really happily motivated, you need both. Mm-hmm. You have to be doing something for both reasons. You have to do something Absolutely. because you like it and because there's an external reward. Yes, because I think, and that, yeah, I think that knowing why you're doing it is really important. And that goes beyond material measures. So it's, I mean, research has proven that actually the number one reason why people feel motivated or the number one reason why um, they get on with things is because 
they feel valued and they feel worthy comes miles above any monetary incentive or anything like that it's and I think with value it's not only do I feel valued by someone else but do I feel I am adding value to other people yeah contributing yeah so it, you know you want to be able that, to contribute effectively but then also yes. recognize for your contribution yeah and you know it, we have a mindset I think in the working workspace the working space that mm-hmm. you go to work to earn money to live yeah but we know that going to work and being recognized for your contribution regardless mm-hmm. of money often trumps in terms of motivation if you don't feel motivated at work you will turn up and do 50 yeah. percent yeah and my top advice to because again I'm very wary that we're both talking from a self-employment thing and we can we can set our own motivations whereas I do know in kind of a business corporate lifestyle you corporate job you can't always choose what those motivations are because you you're not empowered to put those in place kind of thing but for example if money is the only reward that really your business gives which most of the time it is true you know whether that's your wage or bonuses instead of viewing that as in if I turn up to work I'm going to get paid this much instead of viewing it like that my advice would be turn up and it's going to give you this much and with that money I am going to be able to go on that holiday I wanted with my kids I'm going to be able to buy that new sofa that I've wanted for ages turn it back if that money doesn't motivate you which yeah even if you think it does for most people it really doesn't it's thinking about that what that money can give you yeah or what you can do with that money to give you money yes and that is going to be completely different from Deborah next to you you know it might not you might do very different things it's learning and it's thinking about how you can personalize that very generic reward to fuel you yeah yeah um so I think in that kind of situation you've got to think about it while you're doing it I think I've had I had this conversation I think it was on Facebook even yesterday you know there there was conversations about you know how do I motivate myself to do this job that I know is a stopgap job Mm. that I know that isn't my career I am just doing it to pay my rent yeah and I've been in that situation before I've been in a job where I've desperately wanted to quit because I hated it but so how do you motivate yourself every day to get up well instead of focusing on the um instead of focusing on kind of how it's making your boss's life easier when you don't like them or it's you know I've got to pay these bills or all that kind of stuff fuck everyone else think about why you're doing it I'm doing it so that I can get some extra money in the bank so that in six months time I can do this Mm. um I think it's easier said than done but if you can try and not play victim to your situation and see how that shitty situation is 
rewarding you in different ways yeah and it may not be an instantaneous really happy one it may be that in a year's time it's going to give you freedom to do what you actually want to do yeah focus on that rather than you know the fact that you're slogging away at a job that you hate because for whatever negative reason yeah and I think it's I think it's important as well to recognize that we're all motivated by different things for some people going to work the, into a job that you don't like mm-hmm. um to get paid is pure is is the don't need any further motivation you can just exactly. do it but there, there are other people where they need to feel rewarded in other ways mm-hmm. by your job but just because you don't feel the same way someone else doesn't mean you're any let any you you aren't as motivated by absolutely them or um any you know any different we're all motivated by different things and, and that's what makes us all different I guess so you know yeah. you can't compare yourself to anybody no. else in terms of motivation and you have to work to your strengths I mean yeah what are your strengths my my one of my strengths is organizing I know I like organizing myself I like lists I like plans I like knowing what's going on so and it makes me feel comfortable so I use that in my motivation in that list yeah. and planning my time gives me motivation yeah. to do other things I know that when I do xyz I clean my kitchen and the oven which I hate doing it pays off for something else and yeah. that's really good for me and for other people they will just clean the kitchen and the hob because they like doing it or because yeah. it's just a job that needs doing and there's no need for any external motivation no and I think for me it's actually focusing on what I want to achieve because going back to my point of the little girl who was comparing her work with others, they'd both done what they needed to do. The only difference was that the other child had arguably unnecessarily spent hours extra time when she didn't need to. Mm. You know, we all know people that I think are really motivated and are busy all the time. But actually, yeah, but busy doesn't equal productivity. Exactly, it's a big, I'm, big thing. Yes, you know, and I it's see a that, huge thing that we, we see with our clients a lot. Actually, you can be really busy, but are you achieving things? If you're fighting fires every single day, yeah, you are not. You are not being productive. Where, Absolutely, you no. Know, and that's you know that's why setting goals, planning, and organizing your time. Mm-hmm setting your motivations and working to your productivity and your strengths is really important because yeah you know I know I need downtime in the week yeah I know I need to swim I know I need downtime where I don't do anything and then I know that there's some times where I'm able to work effectively but yeah. if I if I either push myself too hard I can't I can't do anything else no. so I know what my strengths are I know what my um what I need to work on and where my productivity lies yeah, no. I think it, it's something I've learned recently that it sounds counterintuitive, but actually I'm more productive the less I do. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think, think that's, that's true a, for lots of people. Yes, if you are, I mean, there are some people that have to be busy all the time and if they sit down, they kind of stop and it all, whatever. But I think for a lot of people the more you faff around and burn yourself out and all this kind of stuff, you actually don't produce anything more of real work. I mean, you might produce stuff, 
but the likelihood is is that it's it's not as good as it could have been yeah if actually you'd taken a break I know I spent I spent almost a year heading into burnout a year ago so for a year for two years I've been in a state of some sort of burnout and for a year of that it was just heading into that I piled things on I was busy I was always doing stuff and I never rested or gave myself a break and when I look I look back on that time as a lesson to be honest but I know that there were times I really be I really was hard on myself for not achieving things um and there's loads of tools you can use to to to, to counteract that I mean we've got some we've got some you know ideas of what works for us um I mean one of the big things that works for me and I hate the name of this but it it works really well is a to-da list um (laughs) instead of a to-do list you write down things you've done each day these are really helpful for me because I don't see things as like making dinner washing up putting washing on making my bed as jot as as things achieved but actually those little things add up yeah so um make when I'm having a bad day or struggling I make a list of things I've done that day I actually look and go 10 things today yeah it might be as small as um making my bed brushing my hair brushing my teeth I watched three episodes of Criminal Minds I made three put washing on (laughs) only three yeah watched some more episodes of Criminal Minds and then I went to bed like I still achieved quite a lot that day and then other Absolutely. days I will be extremely productive and smash it out of the park. Yeah. And I think, but I think it's important to know that both days you smashed out the park. It's just, you in were different, in different parks. Different parks. Exactly. I love that. You, you know, some days you're in, if we're going to go with this metaphor, some days you're in your back garden and it's all, you know, it's small little things that just keep you ticking over some days you may feel the possibilities are endless and you can do amazing you know far-reaching stuff both are equally good and you can't do that far-reaching stuff if I mean can you imagine making um, you know you you can't make huge business life you know you know you can't launch your website or you can't plan your wedding if you haven't brushed your hair that day or you haven't made your bed I mean you can but mentality wise you can't yeah you know you can't you can't sell your house which is a massive um productive thing if you haven't done your washing up that day no one's going to want your house (laughs) You know, but you know what I mean? You can't do those, those little things get you the big things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think you're absolutely right that actually, and I would say to anyone listening to this, my, because I'm a teacher, I'm putting my teacher hat on, my homework for you today is when you, even right now, don't put it off. Let's not procrastinate right now. Well, even if it's 10 o'clock in the morning, write down the things you've done already today. And I don't mean saving the world. You know, I have gotten out of bed. Even if you haven't done that, I have woken up and chosen to listen to a podcast rather than, I don't know. uh, Yeah, anything. 
you know, I have had a shower, I have fed my dog because or cat, whatever. Because at the end of the day, that's a huge thing. If you didn't, your animal would starve. That's yeah. a big deal. And uh, in terms of mindset, then if you start, if you start acknowledging the small things you do, yeah, it's so much easier to motivate yourself to do bigger things because look how much mm-hmm. I achieved on a day where I didn't think mm-hmm. I'd achieved anything. Yeah. Now you can step forward with that. And it's, hey, it's so helpful um, just to recognize, even just as, a, as a, an activity to recognize how much you can do, you know. And I think if, and my advice, then advice would be, if you are, because I know how hard it is to give yourself credit. If your list, if you're looking at your list right now and going, that's really short or you know you've got that feeling inside that you know you've been you know that's enough but you don't quite believe it I want you to think about why it that is short is it because you've just gotten out of bed in the morning because if you're expecting to have done 10 jobs and you've only been awake 20 minutes you need to calm down like that's one reason second reason if your list is short and you know you're having a really bad mental health day my darling calm your look after yourself I'm glad it's short because I would really worry about you if you're having a really bad mental health day and your list is 20 jobs long I am telling you now I am giving you permission not that you need my permission tomorrow I want that list to only have two or three things on it because if you're having a bad mental health day you deserve to do absolute sweet f all if that's what you need to do yeah so actually I want it to be short and I think thirdly if your list is short because you've been sat on the sofa watching Criminal Minds and had a bloody great time well good good for you yeah and I think what's really helpful is when you've done that list evaluate how you feel yes are you feeling guilty why because look at what you've achieved one thing two things three things that's still an achievement yeah you're feeling good because you recognize how much you've achieved that's helpful it helps you frame your mindset going forward if you recognize that you feel guilty after doing one thing you need to look at it and either start forgiving yourself yeah or do something different and a little test as you say if you look at your list and you are feeling guilty okay right now write a list for tomorrow of you know add three more jobs onto that list for tomorrow and what I want you to do at the end of tomorrow, do you feel better for having done those three jobs? If you do, well, then maybe you've learned something yeah. about yourself. If you don't, and even and especially if you then feel worse, just have a little bit of a think about actually you doing fewer jobs doesn't make you feel any better or actually it does make you feel better and you've learned something there as well. Yeah. Um, I think again, it comes back to that self-awareness thing. And and whatever works for you, really, in terms yeah. of looking after yourself, motivating yourself. Mm-hmm. You had a good you had a good tip earlier, Katie, before we talked, before we started recording for oh, motivation. Yes, it's something that I do with was this the kind of hit sessions? Yeah. So this is something I have done with children in classes or with individual children in tutoring is that if you, because the thing is, we're talking about things that whether we can choose to do them or not. I recognize there are, there are some things you have deadlines for that you, whether you want to or not, you have to get them done. It's a non-optional 
thing. So my advice for that would be set a timer for 10, 15, 20 minutes. I would never go over half an hour because our brain really struggles to do one activity for solid amount of time for longer than half an hour. But I understand that sometimes with big jobs, you need to get on with it. But set your timer for that period of time. It can increase whatever. It doesn't need to be set for however long it takes. But work solidly as much as you can whilst that timer runs down. Have it in front of you so you can see it work down, run down. And know what you're going to do when it gets to zero, what you're going to do afterwards. Are you going to go for a walk? Are you going to have a donut? Are you going to go and hug your cat? Are you going to watch 20 minutes of a TV episode, whatever? Because it works really well with children and it works really well with adults because you sit, you, your brain understands then that you are not going to have to slog away at this activity for an indefinite amount of time. Yeah. It can see that it's, it's not infinite. It's about a very finite period of time. And you know that there will be something afterwards that won't be quite as torturous. Yeah, I think one of my biggest um, things that keeps, that I keep on my mind is this Mm -hmm. is temporary. Like that is my mantra because things are only temporary. And and I know that making big life choices for me Mm -hmm. is big life things and stresses for me helps So when I remember things are temporary, when I have a deadline, this is temporary and it will be over soon. And the thing is with procrastination, when you know you've got a job to do, research has proven that sometimes it's a time management thing, but 99% of the time with procrastination, especially, it has nothing to do with time management. It is all to do with our reward synapses and the reason why we procrastinate with other things is because we get endorphins from not doing the thing that we don't want to do yeah the thing is what you've got to realize is the endorphins we'll get once we know we've completed that task we've been putting on off rather is going to be huge yeah and that's why when cleaning your kitchen doesn't Mm -hmm. reward you in any way except when you have a bigger task to do Mm -hmm. and that's why we do things like that when we are procrastinating yeah because we're looking for things that will give us a quicker easier hit of of that you know kind of happy yeah it's that it you're right it's that quicker easier hit but ironically that hit of serotonin dopamine that you're going to get after you have actually cleaned your kitchen, even though it's a torturous activity is going to make you feel great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's keeping that end goal in mind. Like you said, this feeling is temporary, but you know, so cleaning your kitchen. Okay. The fact that you're going to have a clean kitchen, maybe that doesn't do anything for you. A bit like the pot of money doesn't do anything for you. Well, think about what that clean kitchen is going to give you. Are you cleaning your kitchen because you've got friends coming around? Okay. Well, don't clean your kitchen because you want a clean kitchen. Clean your kitchen because you're having a party later. Yeah. 
clean your kitchen because not because you want a clean kitchen but because you know that your men your mentally you are going to improve you're going to feel so much lighter afterwards mm. if you think about it that way the you know what you're going to get out of that clean kitchen mark will prop will motivate you more than it I mean, it, for all I know, maybe you do get off on your sides being utterly sparkly, in which case focus on those sparkles, babes. But <laughs> if it doesn't, think of your own reason. Yeah, what are the incentives? The carrot and the stick. Like, what can you... Absolutely. What can you give yourself that's going to reward you for doing it in the first place? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to have tips like these on our social media all yes. month. So there's going to be loads of stuff, loads of, like things to print off that you can do at home activities so we're changing it up a bit from our kind of factual yeah um offload to a yeah to a chat this is different to our normal podcast episodes it has and I think the reason for that is there is research that shows us how to be productive but it's all founded and all based on our individual preferences yeah there's no button you can press that's going to motivate you no and I think I think that's a really important point because you can listen Mm -hmm. to a million different pieces of advice out there about how to motivate Mm -hmm. yourself and how to do x y and z but really it's about you and it's about identifying what works for you Mm -hmm. and and then and then acting on that and I think that's kind of yeah you know, we, we, we sit here and talk about this and, you know, I think I personally want to make it really clear that, you know, us coming up, I know for me, me coming out with all this thing, these things have been like 10 years in the making. Yeah. It takes so long to get to a place. You know, I, I, I think it's really important that, you know, when you see anyone on social media that are talking about motivation but yet are motivated that it's like well you how how can you preach about motivation when you're always motivated well I think it takes an awful lot of practice yeah and are you I am not motivated for 50% of my time I set my 50s pushing it with me (laughs) I yeah 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 I find I am a procrastinator I will do everything mm-hmm. but what I need to do mm-hmm. to get done mm-hmm. unless and interestingly me unless other people's opinion other people's opinions are a huge yeah. influencer for me which is not a good thing so I don't no. I do things based on what the people think of me and mm-hmm. that's been a big thing I learned yeah like, I, could always, I could turn up to work on time give my 100% but mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything serve myself in my own time and that's yeah. been a thing for a long time ever since my first job yeah uh, because it was what I worried what people thought of me but what I think of me and I know this now is way more important than yeah. what other people think of me and I that has I have to turn that into a new mm-hmm. motivator which is really difficult you know you need to show up for yourself before yeah anybody else and it's you know it, it is such a it's such a shame for you know and I clear myself for anybody that will put in effort and will um kind of bend over backwards for other people yet to show yourself that love and patience and hard work 
is really hard and that's really sad but you know it it takes time and you know I I think we our message to this you know when people are listening is we don't expect you to listen to this and all of a sudden have some kind of eureka light bulb moment because I'm afraid that doesn't happen I'm going to be completely honest with you because this is about managing expectations as much as anything else yeah and getting to know yourself and what works for you and that's a big, absolutely that's big, and that's, it's that's the main fundamental point of working out what makes you motivated and what makes you motivated today may very well not work tomorrow mm. and that's absolutely fine it's not that you're going backwards it's just I mean it's just the way it is mm. you know and I think which sounds like a very miserable note to start to finish on kind of thing but I think my biggest point with this is saying you are not the only one even the most motivated person in the world is not motivated all the time no and even if they are running around like a headless chicken looking like they're pulling all these things out of the bag does not mean they are in any way more um, successful or happier than you are no and you never truly know what's going on in somebody's life you know you don't see 24 hours in their life you see the bits that they share or that Mm -hmm. you know of somebody and Mm -hmm. and so you have to really remember that when they don't see you don't see their five and a half hours on a Sunday watching Sunday brunch and (laughs) a film doing nothing what time well spent can I just say exactly you know if you think about your life I bet there's as many wonderful memories that involve doing absolute sweet F all. Yeah. As there are about you doing amazing things. Yeah. You know, there'll be, there'll be just as many, if not more. Mm. Um, so go, go easy on yourself, kids. Yeah. It's my advice. Yeah. And that's about it. That wraps it up for today. It does. That hour went so quickly. It did. Crikey me. I know. Um, but yes, we will be on socials with tips. We'll be there with words of support. I was going to say words of wisdom, but I'm not we sure. Wisdom. I'm not sure I'd go that far. Um, <laughs> but hopefully there'll be some stuff on there which might be helpful, but at least will make you feel less crappy about yourself yeah is fundamentally our goal with anything i think yeah definitely and we'll be back in june but i don't know what we're talking about in june (laughs) which we're gonna we're gonna talk about now (laughs) (laughs) we haven't made any plans yet Um, it's fine socials for our uh hot and heavy advice absolutely (laughs) (laughs) right we're gonna go now (laughs) because Oh, dearie me. It's one of those days. We all have them. It's fine. Um, But yes, we will see you in June. Look after yourselves. And yeah, we'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye.